the Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Two minutes past three. Welcome to the show on the start of an interesting weekend of sport. Kimbo on the Rooch with you. Thanks to Hyundai and Lumo USA. Beautiful day outside. Currently 28 degrees in the city. And we are looking forward to a glorious weekend of weather. Talking of glorious, here's the Italian gilding. What's the matter you? Hey, Hey. What do you think you do? Nothing. Why you look so sad? It's not so bad. It's a nicer place. Ah, shut, shut up, up your face. face. Shut up your face. Uh, good afternoon to Michelangelo. Hello, Kim Dillon. Hello, everyone. Are you well, Kim? I'm good. I'm better than you were when you walked in. You were like a sack of sh- 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 shingles. Oh, that's rough. Well, well, no, you were rough when you came in, Roach. You were yeah. all down in the mouth and yes. aching all over. I am aching okay? all over. Ethel, Ethel was very rough. Oh, Roach. <laughs> family show. <laughs> He's 95, but by all reports, goes all right. Oh, come on. Uh, good show coming up, Roach. There's a bit happening. I said an interesting weekend of sport. There's not an enormous amount happening, but if you're a footy nut, as we are... That's well, all starting up again. Yeah, internal trials today. So at 3.35, we'll be crossing live. Do you like that? Yes. You say that. We're crossing live to... Oh, no, a little bit of energy. Come on. Crossing live to... Well, you fill it in. You're telling oh, you story. don't know, do you? You are hopeless. Bloody hopeless. We're crossing. Have a look at him. Go We're to going to notes. Port Pirie where Mark Bickley is with the Adelaide Football Club. Well, no, he's not. His mum and dad are up there, oh. Babsy. We're going to Port Lincoln. That's where they're oh, playing. Lincoln, You've got yes. off to a flyer, Roach Fair Dinkum. You've thrown me. Get the defibrillator. You've thrown me. Thrown you? How could I throw you? Oh. It's called doing your homework. Were you like this at the fertiliser when you were working there? No. Just waltz in and... No. No? no. Just doing it here. Yes. <laughs> These guys like a church mouse now. <laughs> Crossing a mark Bickley at Port Lincoln. Of course, the internal trial taking place at Mallee Park. Where does it say Port Perry on Aranda? Where does it say that? Second page. Have a look. Well, that's, that's what I'm throwing here. Oh, bum fluff Benny has written Port Perry too. Benny, 10 push ups. I was thrown by that. The only person in this. Office yeah. today, yet to make a mistake. A Brendan Lyons, who's yeah. our panel operator. Get over there. Let's see. Yeah, the heat's no. on. <laughs> and my good self. He did write, early days here, Kim. He didn't write early that, days. He didn't write that because of Mark Bickley's Port Piri history, did he? Oh, I can't speak did on behalf happened, of ben? ben. Oh, no, not saying that on air. Yeah, no, we can. Uh, ben has thrown Mark Bickley under the bus saying that Ben said he was in Port Piri. Anyway, we digress. It's anyway. at Port Lincoln. Uh, I saw on the socials last night a great photo of Taylor Walker standing with Stiffy Johncock. What number did he wear, Rooch? Oh, you know I can't remember numbers. Well, maybe There's a nine in it, isn't it? Put a bit of effort. <laughs> no, no, double nine and you might be right. 18, of course. 18, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, of course. Have a look at it, as if you knew. No, I've just had the vision then. Am yeah, I? He's been yeah. in a good paddock, Stiffy, but one of my all-time favourite players. Um I think any football lover enjoyed the way yes. he went about it. Very so we'll play. be crossing there. We'll find out the teams and we'll get Bix view. Uh, Riley Thilthorpe made the paper today. He'll get fined by the club. Why? Well, from the players. Why? Well, whenever you have a big photo of yourself, you get a yeah, fine well, and it goes to the players. Yeah, trip. but this is going to be interesting now because of this CBA deal that talks about having the players become more accessible and available 
if you've played, you've got to be available 24 hours after mm. the game. It's going to be interesting, all this. Well, more money for the players' trip. Oh. Uh, at four oh, well then, well, then you would have self-funded I, several trips. So I, hey? I funded a few at the I Gold can Coast. imagine. We, ours were pre-season training camps if you were late. Yeah. There was a lot of money in those days. I it was bet. a $50 fine if you were five minutes late. Yeah. I used to give the 50 the night before. Really? <laughs> Anticipation of your... And still won every race, Roach. I'm sure you did. Yeah, that's a fact. So Dan- you were tardy. Daniel, you can you... text. I've no, just hang talked on, about hang myself. On. What? You were tardy to training. Well, there were no curfews. One year, one year when a lot of people were very crook, two training mornings in a row, Glenn Elliott said, enough is enough. Mm-hmm. We're trying Good. to treat you like adults, but if yep. you can't be adults, from now on, in bed by one for the rest of the trip. I like curled at Westies. The door closed. No one came in. That even included a oh, captain right. one time. Really? Who yeah. was that? I'm trying to remember who it was at the time. Well, a good story until you forgot that. Uh, at four o'clock, Roach, now you weren't here for this. I did no. a pre-recorded today. You're on your world marathon lunch, Valentine's. Three days in a row of Valentine's lunch. It's just lovely to be loved. But you are making Yoko Ono and John Lennon look like it was just puppy love for them. Seriously. Kim, the world needs more love. I know. Look at the condition this world is in at the moment. Yeah, exactly. She's a robot, but uh, you're doing well. Ah. Hey. <laughs> anyway, I had the good fortune to talk yeah. to a man who is generating quite a story. Won mm. a premiership for Glenelg last yes. year. Um, 2017, he was rookie drafted, pick 54, I think it was from memory, to Sydney. Delisted after three years and then gets picked up by the Kangaroos, Roach, this mm. year. So it's a great story, and that's uh, Toby Pink. So I had a good chat to him in your absence. We'll be playing that back at 4 this. o'clock. Yep. He looks a genuine chance to start in round one. And at 4.30, Roach, we'll be joined by the mattress. Matthew Primus. Yes, I remember when he uh, – I probably told this story because he used to work with us at 9 and on our brekkie show at Mix, I think it was. Yeah. Um, good fellow, Matthew. But uh, when he was I, made coach, he said, uh, Kim, can you not introduce me as the mattress anymore? Yeah, enough's enough. Yeah, enough's enough. Draw a line of that. Why was he now, called the mattress, Roach? I'm, <laughs> I've done enough work in that space being blue today. I'm not going any further. <laughs> now, that is more than a nice touch by Port Adelaide last night when, as we expected, on the 20th anniversary of their 2004 AFL Premiership side. You predicted this. Well, you I broke your one. first story hardly, for the year. It's hardly a big, no, big take, stretch take on Take credit where it's due. But to have that team presented with Matthew Primus as the captain. Now, remember, he does not play for a fair chunk of that year, not in the grand final because of the injuries. Mm. But for him to be presented as the captain is a great statement by Port Adelaide last well, night. I've always been hot on this, and it's not being pedic, and it's nothing – no, no, nothing about Warren. But in my time in football, mm. if you're the acting captain, you're the acting captain. I get it. Yeah. And we had it on numerous occasions when Bruce Lindsay was injured or if someone's mm. injured. Mm. Uh, someone is the acting captain, whether they play on the grand final or win the premiership. Mm. And I just think there's been, you know, 20 years where Matthew Promise has been forgotten – to some extent, as the genuine captain of the football club. Yeah. Full credit to Warren. Mm. He's the acting captain. He was the captain on yes. the day. But I like the way they are recognising Matthew exactly. Primus. He was the captain in 2024. And, and what he did off the ground was 20, just as... Uh, sorry, 2004. Was just as important. Exactly. It's not as if as soon as he got injured, he suddenly didn't have any influence at all on that group ever again. No. 
No, that he, was a, and we know he was a leader of men, absolutely. as Warren Warren would lead yeah. through the, the feats he performed on the footy yes. field. Hey, Rich, we'll go into a break, then we'll come back with Around the Grounds. We'll talk about last night. Uh, we'll bring you up to date with what's happening at the Wacker, Australia and South Africa. What a first day yesterday. The way it ended. We'll come back and talk about the way it ended because that was that Al- was a strange ending, wasn't it? Alyssa Healy? Yeah, that was strange. She lost concentration, Rich. Yeah, well, Fill yeah, me in on that yeah, when we come Out, out uh, for 99. Yep. All right, we'll take a break. This is Kimbo on the Reach. We're live and interactive. Send us a text, uh, 0427 154 The text line, all thanks to Mullen Team Hyundai. Uh, they are at Cheltenham. Put them on your shopping list. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Nearly 3.16, we're live from Studio Lumo SA, powered by Lumo Energy, South Australia, 28.5 degrees. Roach gone up 0.5 degrees. All right, let's go around the grounds now. We've got quite a bit to get through. A lot of texts coming through. We'll get to those shortly. Hey, at the Adelaide Oval, the Sheffield Shield game, what is going on? Bring back Les Burdett. Well, it's tea, and you might just wonder what sort of deck they're playing on. South Australia was all out for 132, mm. which makes us go, oh, yeah, not again. Spate the cosy yesterday. Well, Queensland, after nine overs and now having a bit of a drink in the sheds and thinking, what's going on here? They're three for 15. Three for, but three for 15. This is very similar to the test match at the Wacker, where South Africa absolutely collapsed, all out for 70-odd routes. Then at one stage, we were three for 12 yesterday on the first day. Update mm. us on what's happening there. Right. So when we left, we got the middle ground. You guessed, you guessed, I guessed. Mm. But anyway, South, South Africa all out for 76. Australia finished the day at 5 for 251, 184 run lead. Mm. And Healy's exit. And, and we were 3 for 12. Yes. 99, and as we recall it, she gets to 99 on a 4, which had to be challenged in the sense of No, no, she was already at 99. Oh, sorry, she was She at, got to 99 on that 4 that... She was 97 and the four was disallowed. Right. So now the next ball, did she just get fooled by the pace of it or do you yeah. think she was done over by the time? I think lag? it was the ball after. But I no, I think her concentration because they stopped. They went up to the umpire upstairs yeah. uh, to see if the girl's foot had touched the line because mm. if it was four, she would have made the 100. She would yeah. have been on 101. Yeah. But they ran uh, two, and then they're all smiles and laughter because she thought, right, she was going to set some record for being the only player that scored 100 in all tests mm, or something. Mm. And, um, yeah, well, I just think she lost concentration, played a really loose shot, and out on well, 99. It really a shot, was it? And they had, oh, they had a good shot. That was of her father, yeah. <laughs> Ian Healy's yeah. brother. Oh, he couldn't believe it. But still, isn't Give it? Give me the score now. Tough game, Roots, isn't it? When you're yeah. 99, you're not happy with it. There is a, you are. There is a century now on the Australian uh, scoreboard. Australia is five for 355. They're leading by 279. Annabelle Sutherland, 105 not out. She is a very talented all-rounder. Took three wickets as a fast bowler. And the daughter of James Sutherland, the former CEO of Cricket Australia. Right. Hmm. So 279 and Sutherland's got the century. What point do you think someone says, come on, let's have a bowl again? Well, uh, no, I don't think there's any need. There's four days. Just let it run. Yeah, 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 get a big score. Okay. Put, put the game away, Rich. Right All right. Uh, last well, night, I thought Port it was pretty well away with 279 <laughs> lead. I, know. Yeah. I, saw, I saw online there's a 99.2% uh, chance of Australia winning. Yeah, that 
you'd yeah. expect it, wouldn't you? Yeah. Hey, Port Adelaide, the season launched last night at the Adelaide Oval. What were your big takeouts from the evening? Uh, well, probably, you know, when you expect and then don't get it delivered, David Kosh didn't say anything. He spoke, you know, mm. did all the introductions and hello and thank you to the sponsors and welcome to all the Hall of Famers. The only line that you get out of David Kosh's speech, um, and this is rare because you remember his yeah. best yeah. and fairest one, he's just throwing the grenades. We're out of the sample as soon yep. as we can get, all that sort of. This is all he's, this is all he's given us in terms of a thought. We've been close. But we've got great belief with continued growth and the changes that we've made that we have the people and the talent to achieve our goal in 2024, which is a premiership. That's mm. all I've got from David Koch. Rich, I like it. Okay. Now, I'm a fan of Port Adelaide yep. and what they've been doing in, in recent years or the last eight years or whatever it may be. Um, but if I was to make a criticism, too much talk. Okay. And I okay. think they've realised that. Just get out there, get the job done. Do and I know their supporter base with the communication we get, yep. it is less talking. Now, so I think that's smart. One of the things I like about Halls of Fame, and yes, they did induct the 2004 Hall of, sorry, 2004 AFL Premiership team. They were the history makers for Port Adelaide. One, one thing I like about the way Hall, Hall of Fame presentation is done now is you get those lead-ins where someone does a tribute to you. Mm -hmm. Sean Burgoyne's tribute of Brendan Laid is one of the Great, really? great segments. So we, can we to see it online? Can we see it online? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, this, what he talks about roving to Brendan Laid was a luxury and a privilege. But the whole account he gives of the Brendan Laid story of football was you just sit there and you go, Sean, you, you've done this beautifully. Mm. It is magnificent. Yeah, he's a beautiful man, Brendan yep. Laid. Hey, just quickly, who wasn't there? Ah, yes. Of that 2004 premiership side, now, this was, Stuart Jew wasn't there. Yep. Now, I can't explain that, okay? Damien Hardwick wasn't there. I can't explain that because he's working at Gold Coast. Yep. Uh, Roger James was a late withdrawal. Okay. I can't explain the personal reasons for it, but he was a late withdrawal. Adam Kingsley, fair excuse. Well, Adam Kingsley's a senior coach, yeah. so he couldn't be there. Brett Montgomery's working in a coaching system with him, so he's okay. out of that. Uh, the other one who wasn't there was Michael Wilson because he's not in town. All right. So it 16, like it 16 really of the group good were night. there. Hey, we'll talk but we can understand that those that are busy at our other, other AFL clubs are going to find it difficult to be here. Yeah, and we'll talk to Matty Primus about yeah. that after 4.30. Tried to get uh, Chad Corns as well, but he's busy with the internal trial game. Yeah, that's on tonight. Tonight, yeah. yeah two games on, so looking yeah. forward to that. Quick text coming through. Port uh, may have learnt their lessons in terms of saying less. No name on that one. All right, it's 3.21. More of your text coming up after the break. <laughs> The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. 3.26 on a Friday afternoon. We appreciate your company. 28.2 degrees outside. Hey, Roochie Roach will continue with Around the Grounds. There's uh, quite a few players, we can't go through all of them, uh, racing the clock to be fit for round one. Well, the one who's been in quite a battle for a long time is Dylan Shield because of that foot. Now, for the Bombers, yep. yeah. Now, at the Essendon, they're saying there's no time frame here, but they keep saying hopeful because he's saying he gets better every week. Yep. But no timeline, hopeful for round one. That's That's got a bit of 
Well, that's murky, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. They need to just get him right. Uh, it was interesting. Mark Williams spoke last night and said Toby Thurston's was the most maligned player at the club. Mm. I think Dylan Shields a much maligned player, and I think he's a damn okay. good player. I know he can spray the kicks a little bit like Paddy D, yeah. but I think he's a beauty, Rooch. You uh, go to Brisbane, yeah, they have confirmed there? that last Friday when they had a bit of a trial game, Connor McKenna did do a hammy, and they've put a three-week time frame on that. And as three weeks get you to round zero. When you've got a long season, I just don't think there's any need to push it. It's a bit like Rory Sloan at Adelaide. He okay. might get himself right to be ready, but I wouldn't be playing him. Um, what's Port Adelaide Port is Adelaide? interesting. Yeah. Now, here's the guideline that you take from tonight's internal. There is no Aaliyah Aaliyah who's got a slight back problem. Yep. Charlie? Uh, he's listed, so but you, you know he's been talking about that foot not mm. being 100% right. So it'll be interesting how he goes and how much game time. Jeremy Finlayson's got a shin issue. And Trent McKenzie, sadly, again, minor hamstring. Mm. No, you've got to get them right. You've got a little yep. bit of time. Hey, with Adelaide, we'll just update mm. you. It hasn't really changed from late last week when we spoke to Rory Laird, or early this week, I should say. Uh, Saligo will be right after that ankle. Millera, they're confident he'll be okay, even mm. though it's his second little tweak mm. over the summer. And Jordan Butt should be okay with the hammy. Uh, we heard from the coach during the week on Channel 7. Um, he doesn't want Sloaney uh, coming in. Around one, it appears no, at, at no, this stage. Uh, we've got time for a couple that. of texts here. Rucha Port has a as good a top five, top five players as any in the competition. Rosie Butters, Horn Francis, Houston, Alia Alia. Honourable mention to Sam Powell Pepper. That's Geordie from Adelaide. What would your top five be, Rooch? Well, Rosie and Butters stand out, don't yep, they? Done. Tick. No doubt about that. Uh, big guys are always important. So I got Marshall and Alia. Okay, yeah, yep. And, yeah, I like Houston and I like Jason Horn francis I know that's six into five, but Horn yeah. francis is just coming into the five, if you get my drift. Okay, Houston, so Houston I've out. For a long t- no, Houston I've liked for a long time. We can't have six? No, I've said Houston's in there and Horn francis is pushing it. I'm with five. you. I like it, Rich. I think you're both on the uh, money. All right, we've got the news coming up next. Then we'll be going to Port Lincoln. Port Lincoln. Lincoln, Rich. Port Good. Lincoln. Good. All I'm glad right. someone knows where we're going. Yeah, all right. We'll be having a chat to Mark Bickley before that internal trial. Very good. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Nearly 3.34 on a Friday afternoon. Been a beautiful day in little old Adelaide. Currently 28.2 degrees. We're live from Studio Lumo SA, powered by Lumo Energy SA. And we're about to cross live, Roach, to Port Lincoln, across a couple of golfs. Good. Prior to their scratch match, the Adelaide Crows, mm. to dual premiership captain Mark Bickley, the star of the Brecky Show, along with Jared Walsh here on SEN. Hello, Bix. Good afternoon, Kim. Michelangelo, how are Hello, you? Mark. How was the flight over, or did you have to paddle? <laughs> no, no, real good. We got the flight over. It was, uh, it was relatively calm, which was nice, and um, perfect weather conditions here. It's about, I reckon, 28, 29 degrees. A little bit of breeze, but but nothing that's going to affect the, the play too much. Oh, so uh, almost perfect. Oh, perfect. beautiful. Now, Bix, let's give you a plug as well. Uh, you'll be calling the game over there for the Crows, so people will be able to see the game online live. 
Yeah, yeah. So it's being live streamed. It'll start at four thirty. I'm not sure about calling, Kimbo. That's your domain. Oh, We're right. just really talking over the pitches. Oh. Uh, myself and Ebony Marinoff will be uh, just musing over uh, how the players are going and maybe some positional moves and uh, you know things like that. But mm. most important thing, you'll be able to have a look and see who's impressing and uh, and how the teams are going. I reckon you should have a crack at calling, Vic. Some of your dad gags would be beautiful. I reckon. I look forward to that. <laughs> well, how hard can it be? You know, it's a couple of old. Hey, Mark, you've lived the summers of pre-season games. So give us a perspective on what this one really means. What should we be the key takeouts by the end of it? Yeah, look, I think um, pre-season matches, particularly internal trials, are um, different things to to different people. Mm. So, you know, players like Matt Crouch and Taylor Walker, you know, they, they really just want to get their hands in the foot. He has yep. some nice touches, but they're not sort of breaking their, their back to, you know, to, to run himself into the ground. Mm. Um, and, you know, but for younger players who have maybe just arrived a couple of months ago, they, they're keen to be impressed and, and they're looking to uh, catch the eye of the of the coach. They're, they're keen to test themselves against some of the better players, you know, like um, you know, blokes like uh, Edwards and, and Ryan and those type of guys, they want to play on a, a fully-fledged mm. AFL player and, and maybe win a couple of contests and, and show the coaching staff that, um, you know, they can they can do some nice things and, and uh, maybe sort of start to put himself into the frame if, you know, some injuries happen early in the season. Well, you missed out on the big name. That's uh, Dan Curtin. Have you seen the sides yet? And is it the probables against the unlikelies? Have they got one side probables that's Probables against unlikelies. Well, you know, yeah, look, possibles, looking, I think. Oh, what is it? Possibles. Possibles. Well, possible. Unlikelies, Kim. Well, un- well they will. <laughs> when they do the probables, the others are unlikely to be getting a no, game. No, they're rich. possibles. Well, you're being kind to them. I reckon they got stuff all chance. Well, well he's harsh, isn't he, Mark? <laughs> How harsh is this guy, Kim Dillon? All right, I may have phrased yeah. it incorrectly. Well, I can tell you that um, James Borlace and, and um, Josh Worrell are in the uh, the probables. So they're oh. uh, along with Mark King. So there's the three key defenders, which means that Dan Curtin is in the possibles, if you want to call them that, along oh. with... Uh, Elliot Himmelberg and, and also Luke Nankervis. Um, some other players that are going to play... Just, in the... just hold on to that one. Is that them balancing that out rather than going for best v next best? Yeah, they're trying to make it even, yeah. you think? Or is yeah, it do you reckon that plays when you look like, at it? Because that's, that's a key area now we've got to discuss about Adelaide, how their defence is going to be this year. So what are the, what are they doing there? Look, I think it's... You know, like, I would think Keane... If, you know, you talk about Keane, Worrell and Borlase. Well, mm. Borlase is... He's, I think he's about 193 centimetres, mm. so he's not a super tall player. You compare him to Dan Curtin, who is 197, you know. Yeah. So Curtin does have the ability to play on the big giants, whereas you wouldn't think Borlase is able to do that. Mm. Josh Worrell's a bit taller. He's probably 194, 195. So, and and probably, I think, probably moves uh, a little bit better than, than James Borlase as well, a bit mm. more agile. Um and, and I think we saw him uh, late last year, really courageous in the air world. He impressed me a couple of times, mm. particularly the game against Melbourne at the MCG. was was very good in that game. So I think, um, you know, you think about Duday not there, uh, Jordan Butts out with a hamstring, uh, and, and Nick Murray. So they're down a couple of, you know, probably three players that, yes. that arguably last year were their first-choice defenders. So they've had to improvise a little bit, which is what they're doing with Worrell and Borlase. And, and I think it's probably, with Kurt, that you probably don't want to put a whole lot of pressure on him early on. He's your, you know, he's your high-ranked sort of draft pick, but 
Now, there's no rush. I'm guessing they probably want to have a look at him. If he's playing in the probables, it means that Curtin's going to pick up someone, you know, like a Philthorpe or a Walker. Uh, it looks like uh, Burgess is going to play in the forward line for the okay. for the Crows in, in the uh, the probables as well. So he'll get one of those oh. three players. So that's going to be a handful uh, for a young bloke. And they'll just get, have a look at him and see how he goes. Uh, really looking forward to seeing what Mark Keane does. I think he's going to have a breakout year. He was good last year. He's had his first real pre-season. Hey, just the last one on defence. We we know there's a lack of experience there. We were hearing that Sloan would possibly go into defence this year to bolster that experience. Do you think there's anything else that they can do there or you just live with the fact they have a young defence and you rely on Miller, Brody Smith and... Um, yeah, probably that's about it, isn't it? Yeah, maybe Hinge. Hinge is sort of mid-20s yeah. now and yep. been around footy clubs for a fair bit. Look, I think so. I, I, you know, like Rory Sloan, I think will probably, it could spend some time across half-back. Uh, I think he's going to spend some time on the wing. Mm. Interesting, like last year, the, the, the method they used with Sloan played uh, pretty much only did one rotation per quarter in the first half. So played very, you know, limited game time in the first half and then... When the, the speed had gone out of the game, mm. then went to the midfield in the second half and and, um, and played much more. But even when he played more the second half, his still his total game time was only about sixty percent of the time. So they did sort of nurse him a little bit last year. I'm not sure they've got that the sort of luxury to be able to do that. I know that um, Rankin and Rochelle uh, at Pedler. I know the club are keen to get all those blokes through the midfield, and and I think they have to. They have to. They have to have some uh, some bursts speed out of the midfield and particularly around centre bounce where that's so dangerous you just feel like that that's what they need to add because if you just if you're going to go with Sloan, Matt Crouch, Rory Laird and Jordan Dawson there's, there's no real speed there they're all probably one pace if that's hopefully that's yeah. not being too unkind no, but, but yeah. you, you need some agility uh, through that group and I think that's what they'll try and introduce so I think Sloan will be a bit of a miss to fix it I think he might uh, spend a bit of time as the sub as well as a someone who's pretty mature and can handle you know, staying calm, sitting on the bench maybe for two and a half or three quarters and then coming on and making an impact. Yeah, it's a little more crowded in the midfield now, as you mentioned. You talk about uh, Crouch being there and Sloan being there as well. You've got to remember, 17 of those weeks, Crouch wasn't there. Hey, uh, a lot of publicity and talk about Riley Philthorpe. He's had his best pre-season, no niggles. What are your expectations? Yeah, look, I'm not sure um, whether the club has sort of decided where he's going to play long-term. I had this discussion with Dwayne um, uh, earlier today about whether he's... Uh, are the club sort of grooming him to be the next Taylor Walker? Is he going to be like Tom Lynch and, and the King brothers where he's going to be, you know, that six foot seven or eight uh, full forward who's going to clunk big contested marks? Or is he going to be more like a Luke Jackson who's going to play maybe 20% game time in the ruck, goes forward, maybe kicks, you know, hopefully 40 to 50 goals a season. So uh, I think at this stage, he's probably more the latter, which is going to be that ruckman come forward, as opposed to just the pure key forward. And I think that's a, that's a smart move because he's, he is very, um, uh, very good athletically. So when he, he can cover the ground, you know, when he gets up and around the field, and if he can get some touches, you know, as a ruckman, which is a bit easier in the back half of the ground than it is being a key forward then I think that, that'll do wonders for his confidence. And, um, you know, there were some games last year where he had five or six touches for the match as a, just as a forward, and that's, that's hard work. And you can get a bit down on yourself if you're not getting a whole lot of footy and you're not hitting the scoreboard. So I just feel like it might free him up a bit if he spends more game time up the ground. And then the other thing that that does with Riley O'Brien is 
is if Adelaide are good enough to make the finals, and I think Port saw this a bit last year, they, they just, their rucks were a bit banged up. And mm. if Riley O'Brien's doing 90% sort of game time for 24 rounds, you know, often uh, you get to the finals and the ruckmen are really sore and, and yes. really tired. So you want to keep a little bit in his tank as well. Mark, what's the format for this internal trial? I haven't quite figured it out. I know there's going to be four quarters, but I'm mm. not sure whether it's just a flat 25 or whether there'll be a bit of time on. Um, I'm a little bit nervous. Our plane's taking off uh, not that all that long oh, after the game finishes, okay. so I hope it doesn't go too long. Mm. Um, if I'm not back at work uh, next week, you'll know I'm still in Port Lincoln. But uh, look, I think it's pretty low-key. Yeah, just to give you a bit of an indication, um, a number of the players were up early this morning, went out, did some school visits. Yep. Uh, the, the ground's about five or 600 metre walk from where the hotel they're staying, the Port Lincoln Hotel. So the players just made their way down, just walked down in their own time. So it's a fairly relaxed atmosphere, as Good. often is the case when yep. it's an internal trial and, and you know, you're sort of part of this community camp that they have been over the last couple of days. Hey, Bix, always good to chat to you. We're pleased to announce. Uh, sadly, we all know that we lost the late and great Matty Rendell last year, but we're pleased to announce, Bix, that you'll be uh, filling in on uh, Wednesdays. We'll be having a good old chin wag, whether it be Sandfall, AFL, or any stupid topic we think of. Uh, we really appreciate <laughs> you doing that. And uh, I know you've got coaching commitments. David Wildey will be doing the first seven weeks, up to about round four, and then you'll be joining us. So we appreciate that. And uh, we love listening to you on the Brecky Show. Hey, Mark, Walshy. Mark, you said earlier... Thanks, guys. Looking forward to it. You said earlier, if the Crows are to make finals, finish off that sentence. If they're to make finals, what do they have to get right this year? I think they probably just have to, to lighten the load on a few people. Um, Taylor walked 75 goals last year. Mm. I think if he kicked 55... And Fogarty kicked 50, and Rankin kicked 45, and Thought kicked 40, I reckon. 45 well. from Rankin, 45, and you want him in the midfield well, as well? He missed four games last year and kicked 36. Yeah, so but you, I don't you think got him in the midfield good. rotation? Well, I think he'll spend a bit of time in the centre bounce. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be pure midfield sort of, you know, for 10 minutes at a time. Um, so I think, you know, think of Dustin Martin, Shea Bolton, that, that type of mm. start in the middle, maybe drift forward, maybe lose your man and all that sort of uh, you know, during play. I think that's that's where he's going to be, sort of a front-half midfielder. You know, Shane Edwards, I think, will be interesting. Like, he's got great intel yeah. from Richmond during sort of that period where Dustin Martin was doing it so well. So I wonder whether they might have picked his brain a bit. So, But that's what, that's what the front-half looks like. Um, and I think the other thing that they've got to do, like last year, I think Adelaide were the highest-scoring team and yet missed the eight. So that says to me that they probably need to do something around their defence. Mm. Now, that's not the back six, but it's as a, as a team, yeah. if you're kicking the most goals uh, and you're not making the eight, it means you've conceded a fair few over the journey. So they'd be yeah. looking to sort of tighten up that area as well. Yeah, gotcha. All right, Bix, we know you've got to prepare for the game. I think you should have a crack at commentating. We'll play the opening <laughs> line. I can give it to you. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Mallee Park. You can smell the tuna in the air. Oh. All right. No, we're not quite at Mallee Park. We're at uh, Centenary Oval, but close, Kimbo. I, I like it. The only reason I won't do it is because I'd be embarrassing, and then you would have one thing over me. You're a great caller, and I'd clearly be a very poor caller. <laughs> Love your work, Bix. And I hate it when you've got things over me, Kimbo. Well, I'll tell you what we got over you. The bloody mess you keep leaving in the studio, uh, Bix. The honeymoon's oh, over. All right, take your rubbish <laughs> out and put it in the bin. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Dad. Been told. <laughs> he took, took that yeah, well, didn't he? I got that in right at the end of the interview. Uh, good on you, Bix. Mark Bickley there. He's one of the good guys of the footy world. 346, uh, Roach, you got Adelaide in the eight?
Uh, I'm still working on my eight. Still working on it? Actually, I'm finding that more challenging this time than in most seasons. Really? Well, a fair bit of movement, wasn't there, over the summer? Uh, You got Port in the eight? Yeah. You got Port top four? No. Haven't you? Well, not yet. I'm still going to go through all the draw as well. Like you do. Well, yeah, you don't just do this off a win. No, I know, I know. I've got a bit of work to do. I've got Port in the top four, though. I've got them winning the flag, so I've got them in the top four. Wow. What? Okay. What? No, I'm just saying. Give it's... me a better midfield. We'll go through this again All later. Right. All right. 347. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Fifty-two on a Friday afternoon. The text line zero four two seven one five four one double six. Thanks to Mourn Team Hyundai. That's at Cheltenham. Uh, interesting text coming through. Roots. I can't believe that one from Daniel. That is the most Daniel, ridiculous text I've on. ever seen. Root. I'm just reading. Have a read of that. How oh, ridiculous I was just reading it that? as I was speaking. Rooch isn't sure if he has the crows in the eight. That's Port bias at its best. Come on, Roochelangelo. <laughs> Rucci Angelo. Uh, they're playing finals in 2024. Kimbo, put all your coffees on it, double or nothing. Well, he owes me 17 at the moment. Mm. Um, I'm not prepared to just give them all away. I worked hard for those 17 right. coffees, Rooch, which good. you need to start paying off. Oh, someone's taking a photo and we're waving. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that woman? Who is that? Who is that woman? I have no idea. Is that the lady you've been dating, Rooch? You're batting above if that was. Kim, that would be winning cross lotto seven times over. Well, I'd say Powerball, 200 million for you. <laughs> that was interesting, wasn't it? Came right up and uh, took a photo. Might be from the opposition, Roach. Which one? Oh, I don't know. Um, right, so there's a text, Roach. Um, uh, I appreciate that, Daniel. I'm not going to put the 17 coffees on it, though. Come I'll on, be happy Daniel. to have a couple. Come on, Daniel, you can't. Uh, which we got here. Matt Rendell would still give a more entertaining five minutes of radio than Bix. That's from Will. Well, it'll be fair. It'll be pretty harsh. hard to pretty hard to follow Matt Rendell anywhere. Yeah, yeah Matty, he just didn't care what he said. Hey, Roach, uh, Roach uh, Bix stands his ground when yep. he's strong on opinion. Exactly. Don't worry about that. Uh, here's another one. He said, if the Crows are to make the eight. So, Daniel, have a go at that. Mm. Um, this is from Andrew. Absolutely ridiculous Sloan playing on. There's a hello, few people that feel hello. this way. Mm. Oh, I said that last mm. year. I didn't say absolutely ridiculous. Again, history repeats. My Crows still struggle to let go popular players. Mm. I think we'll see Rory in the Sandful a bit this year, unfortunately. Uh, I think that's real. Okay. I think that's a chance. And, you know, he has to accept that as competitive as he is. Yes, he He'll is still play some good footy. Yep. A few more texts coming through, Roach. I haven't pre-read these. Uh, hi, Roach. A few years ago, you were on the record saying you had no issue with Crows director Mark Rusciuto questioning Don Pike's coaching moves on air during a game on Fox Footy. Yep. Now you're saying that Warren Treadway will need to be very careful in his dual role yep. with his 15-minute radio stint. Mm. Fair backflip. Oh, that's from no, Blake. No, 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 Blake. I'm not backflipping. I've always been very clear on this. If you're going to do the dual board and media, mm. well, you better make sure you do both roles because if you're taking money in the media to give 
commentary, you have to be full bore. So that's when Rashido said what he thought of Don Pike. Was it Don Pike's coaching? Yep. I've got no problem with that. Now, whether the Adelaide Football Club has a problem is for them to deal with. So this mm. is my point with Warren Treadray and Mark Rashudo and Luke Darcy and James Bartell and anyone mm. else. If you're going to be working in two spheres, which can be at conflict, you're on a tightrope. And that's why I've admired for a long time Mark Bickley's stance, where he says, you have to give 100%. And you can't give 100% in the media while you're on a board, and you can't give 100% on the board while you're in the media, because they are in conflict. Mm. Now, if you can negotiate it, good luck to you. But we've, we've already heard David Koch make it very clear. There is a charter at Port Adelaide that demands confidentiality. We know that Warren Treadray is going to be put in situations that are going to be very challenging for him. Mark Rusciuto's been through that. We know that. Now, Blake, my view on all this is I've got no problem. If you're well, in the I media... a lot of it's a beat up as well because the media just feeds on it. They make a mountain Naturally, out of the mold, Kim. Mold naturally. Here. But the, where it changes is it's no longer... It's no longer Brownlow medalist Mark Rusciuto. It's no longer Port Adelaide Premiership Captain Warren Treadway. It becomes Crows board member, Port Adelaide board member. And it, it seems to be then thought, that's the board's view. Well, we know mm. that's not the case. I think we'll get a few headlines out of it. Well, the media will reach. But Blake, I'm, I'm, I, not a part of it. I'm quite happy. If you're in the media and you want to tear up a coach's game plan, that, that's what you're being paid to do. Whether it's then comfortable in your boardroom, you find out the next day. And Here's a good text, Reach. Mm. We're talking about the top five before. Yes. At Port Adelaide. This is a good text. Why is it that a Brownlow medalist who is fit again is not rated in Port's top five players? I reckon he is the piece that everyone seems to have forgotten in Port Adelaide's midfield. That's from Lindsay. I like that, Lindsay. Mm. I think I agree with that. I do Mm. agree with that. That's a good one. Hey, uh, Roach, last night at the uh, season launch for Port Adelaide and also the induction into the Hall of Fame. Mark Williams was there, Mm. Choco, the Premiership coach. Uh, He acknowledged the Premiership players that are still in the game. I think it's really uh, important to reflect. Uh, Most of them are directly involved with AFL football right now. And, uh, you know, I'm so proud of so many of these guys that have been involved in uh, the game and stay in the game for the last 20 years. Um, So, you know, it was a great environment for teaching and learning and, you know, uh, I have David Pittman and uh, Jeff Morris, two of my coaches with me tonight and, uh, you know, I'd obviously like to also think and uh, reflect on Phil Walsh and uh, Dean Bailey and Alistair Clarkson, so could you put your hands together for those guys as well? It's an incredible group where you have a look at the names Mm. and where they've gone on to do so many things in football, like Matthew Bishop went into administration, Dean Brogan into coaching. Sean Burgoyne's still in coaching. We know Josh Carr is in, in media, coaching. Yeah. It just it just the list goes on and on. And you've got how many of these guys became senior coaches? Stuart mm. Jew, Damien Hardwick, Adam Kingsley, Brendan Laid, we keep waiting because we know he is a coach in waiting. This is a phenomenal. It's true. Group, how would that compare with the Crows, like in ninety seven, ninety eight? Um, what oh, have you, you got? Do, you do throw questions at me, like? <laughs> no, no. I was just thinking about that when you were talking yeah. about it. Is, is this uh, is this the norm, or or is, or is this an po- extraordinary yeah, group? That's what I was. That's what I was getting at. I mean, we have Simon Goodwin, Mark Rusciuto's gone into business and board management and and, and media. Mm. Rod Jamison's been in the media. Just trying to think off the top of my head, Rich, who went into coaching from the Crows. Oh, We've obviously we'd missed someone. We'd have to look it up. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm sure we'll get reminded. Every one of, virtually every one of these players from their 2004 Premiership squad has 
had some big mm. role in AFL Four. Even mm. Josh Marty now working at AFL House. Yeah, very true. A hey, Roach will be a little late for the news, but let's hear from Choco again because I thought this was interesting the way he acknowledged Toby Thurston. Mm. This is the most maligned player that's ever played for Port Adelaide. Every week, so, so many weeks, he just got shit laid on him. Oh. Five minutes before half time, he kicks the last goal. And he kicks the first goal after half time and finishes up with how many? Three, Three goals. And really the needs, the, and the sealer, <laughs> need, needs to be acknowledged of what he did in that special moment when no one thought he was going to be the man. So, what well under Toby. And that's what grand finals produce. Matthew Bishop Shane, was the other one yep, in that Shane grand final. Allen. Yep. Back uh, with yep. the Crows. There's always a story like that. Is All right, we ever? need to go to the news, Roach. Mario sent a message. Yes. When is Roochie coming to Port Lincoln? I'm hungry. That's from Jaws. Oh. I know it was Mario, really. Boom, boom. But All Jaws right. would get indigestion with me. On you, it spit you out, Roach. Uh, He'd go, what the uh, f- aye, 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 is aye, that? Aye, aye. <laughs> 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 out it goes. Where are we going next? Uh, we're going to the news, and then we're going to have a chat to, well, I have a chat to a young lad called Toby Peake. I'm looking forward to this. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Just after 4pm on a Friday afternoon, glorious day in little old Adelaide. We are live from Studio Lumo SA, located at number one King William Street in the city. Energy from an Australian-owned company, that is Lumo SA. Well, we love to keep across what all our draftees are doing, whether they're rookie drafted, mid-season draft or the national draft. Our next guest, well, he's turning into quite the story. He was rookie drafted to Sydney back in 2017 at pick 54. Then he was delisted... He was in the football wilderness for four years, playing at the Glenelg Footy Club. Got a premiership last year. Now he's been picked up as a delisted, unrestricted free agent for North Melbourne. Toby Pink joins us now. Hello, Toby. Hey, mate. Thanks for that intro. Yeah, it's a big one. You're, you're, you're starting to create quite the story, aren't you? You're becoming a real journeyman. It is. It is a bit of a journey for me, but i um, glad to be here. Uh, let's go back to the start when you were rookie listed to Sydney. How was your stay at Sydney? You were there for three or four years. Yeah, yes. Um, I was a completely different person back there, coming straight out of, uh, out of high school. But um, I, I loved it up there. Um, it was a great experience. Um, it was good, good group of lads there, and good um, big big player names as well. But uh, I'm a completely different person um, now. A bit more mature. Um, understand the system, but. Uh, I loved it when I was at Sydney. Yeah, well, you're a country boy from Tantanula, so it was a big move to move up to the big smoke of Sydney, the the Harbour City. Yeah, that's it. Um, country from down in Tantanula, um, where my parents and my older brother still live. Um, but yeah, I, I went to boarding school in Adelaide for my year 12, which probably helped that transition a bit, but um, it was a big move, um, but I loved it. So, Toby, when you went to Sydney, is it right to say you were more of a forward when you were recruited? Yeah, I got, I got drafted as a forward um, out from Glenelg. Played my, my first couple of years in Sydney as a forward and really didn't make that transition down the back line until my last, um, which was probably a bit too late for me, I guess. And, um, yeah, ended up getting delisted in that last year. 
So you feel like the dream is over. You come back to Adelaide. You play for the Glenelg Football Club. Under Darren Reeves last year, you win a premiership. That would have been huge. Yes, it's, um, I guess it was the perfect perfect way to leave the club. Um, we had a pretty strong three years when I was there. And, uh, we really should have had a couple more premierships under the belt. But um, I'm glad I did get that last one. What was Reevesy like? Uh, we've spoken to him a few times. He seems an incredibly down-to-earth man. Yeah, exactly right, mate. He's just character um, and just awareness of not only the you know the best league team, um, but the reserves as well. He really brings the two teams together and more of the one club vibe. So we go back to last year. You're playing as a defender. You're having a great season. You played some good football over a number of years. We heard all the whispers that uh, there's a possibility of you being drafted. When did you start to think it would poss- be a possibility? Yeah, so, um, you know, four years after, you know, getting delisted, sort of sort of in the back of my mind, started to think that, you know, probably wasn't another option getting picked up. But, um, yeah, had a had a really good start of the year um, last year and sort of started getting back in contact with my, my manager um, who started talking to a few clubs oh. and then North um, really jumped in. Um, for the front runners, probably mid-season when I started talking to them, um, and then it escalated pretty quickly. And um, you know, they're sort of verbally committed before finals. So, so, so was it more Toby your management being proactive than clubs hitting on you first? Um, I think I think it was more clubs asking questions first, and then um, sort of management got involved and then sort of um, ramped it up a bit and started really, um, you know, getting my name out to other clubs as well, not just the few clubs that were asking questions. Um, But just saying that, I think North North were pretty keen um, from the get-go. They were saying they had my eye on me for a while, so... um, there was no questions that, you know, they'll, that'll were place to go. So you drafted to the bottom club in the competition, well, one of the bottom clubs, uh, but you've got the most, one of the most famous coaches ever in Alistair Clarkson. How's he been? Yeah, he's been great. Um, you know, he's sort of, sort of reminds me a bit of Reva. He's just easy to chat to, um, you know, always, always there for questions, always um, real welcoming, um, no intimidation at all. I haven't seen outside of him yet. Um, but, yeah, he's been awesome. Um, North Melbourne have recruited extremely well, especially going back to last year. Zane Dersmer at pick four. Taylor Goad from South Australia. How's the big fella going? Pick uh, 20 from South Adelaide. How's he moving? He's been moving well. Um, he's been fortunate. He, he got concussed in one of his first couple couple trainings up against the big um, Ruckman, but uh, he's slowly coming back from that. Um, he's just getting his fitness up, but he, he looks electric. He's really killing it in the gym. Um, I think he's got the biggest biggest leap at the club and um, really pushing his weight. And Colby McKercher, draft pick number two, how are they moving? Do you think Dersmer and McKercher are likely starters for round one? Yeah, it's definitely looking that way. Um, you know, Colby... As everyone's probably heard already, he's he's in just smashing um, oh. training. He's likely likely to be in there. Um, there's a few spots up for grabs um, in the forward line um, with Dozer. You know, you're competing against Stevenson, um, and you got Kurt Taylor coming back as well, and then then you got Harvey killing it as well. So um, 
there's a bit of questions going up, a um, few spots available, but them two are definitely being, you know, the front runners out of the draft. And you brought in experienced players as well, Zach Fisher from Carlton and Dylan Stevens, who we talk to regularly, the former Norwood boy from, from Sydney. How are they moving? Yeah, uh, Stevens is, you know, the fittest, one of the fittest at the club. He's um, had an awesome preseason as well, stayed fit. Um, he's, yeah, really cemented his spot on that wing, I reckon, um, and have been killing it. And then with Zach Fisher, you know, hasn't been the, the best start with him coming back from, you know, injury mm. and having some niggles with his hamstring. But, um, yeah, when he's been out there, he's just, his foot scores have been elite and um, it'd be good to have him off the half-back. Now, I'm not being kind or patronising, but I think North Melbourne are genuinely going to create a few upsets this year. You're going to have one of the best midfields in the competition. Uh, Defence has been a bit of an Achilles heel and you've lost Ben Mackay. Uh, McKay. Um, I noticed there was an internal trial last week and you performed pretty well and I noticed you looked in to be in the probable side uh, as opposed to the unlikelies. Are you a chance for round one? Uh, it's definitely a chance, you know. There's there's been a strong strong three um, during the whole preseason with me, Cal Dawson, and Biggie. Um, then you still have the possibles of uh, Core coming back from injury and and McDonald as well coming back for injury around you know round one as well. So um, it's going to be a hard one for the selection team to pick. I'd say because I think um, everyone's been having a, a really good pre-season, but um, it's probably a good spot for the club to be in, so I'm not too sure. So personally, Toby, how's it been moving back over there at uh, 25? Did you have to take a partner over, or are you bunking in with someone? Yeah, I got the partner partner with me. Um, you know, she's she's been awesome. She's pretty much, once I told her the news, she was all for it, um, and it's been a major support for me, but um, it's been good. You know, uh, we've just moved down into Asco Vale, which is a lovely place. Um, the weather hasn't been the best in Melbourne, but I've I've heard that's what it is. Um, <laughs> and I'm thankful, thankful to be here on good reason. Now, you've got a bit of a scratch match coming up against the Premiers. Collingwood next Wednesday at 10am. Are you a likely starter? Or when will you be told? Um, not sure, too sure um, just yet. Yeah, we've just really um, had a review today about um, the intra-club and We've got a couple of days off now over the over the weekend, and I'm sure Monday they'll um, let everyone know what the teams are. Um, I'm pretty sure everyone will have some sort of go anyway. Can I ask what the feedback was for yourself? Yeah, no, it was um, it was positive. Uh, you know, there's a few things I need to tidy up, um, but you know, I'll, I'm getting there. Toby, really appreciate you uh, jumping on the phone and chatting to us today. We're going to watch your story with uh, great interest. It's, uh, <laughs> you've been the I've been everywhere, man. You deserve a little bit of success. So hopefully we can chat to you again throughout the season. Sounds good. Thanks, mate. Good on you, Toby. Toby Pink there, now playing for North Melbourne, won a premiership for Glenelg last year, was drafted back in 2017 in the rookie draft to Sydney at pick 54, delisted after three years, four years in the wilderness, gets another crack at it. It could be one of the all-time great stories. This is Kimbo and the Roots. The Roots will be back with us very, very shortly. We'll take a break. Get on the text line, 0427-154-166. Thanks to Mourn Team, Hyundai, Chelsea. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. 
Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. on a Friday afternoon. We're live and interactive. Thanks to the morning team Hyundai Cheltenham text line 0427154166. Nice young man, Toby Pink, and uh, Mm. just may play in round one. Like second chance stories. I love them, Rooch. Well, you created your own second chance. What do you mean? Well, moving from north to Torrent. Well, I got sacked. No, don't bring it up. G'day, Mick. Don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. Uh, here's a few texts coming through, Rooch. Yes. Uh, we'll get some cricket scores shortly. Yes. Uh, Kimbo and Rooch, great to have you back on the air, driving home with me each night. I know haters going to hate, hate, hate. You know mm. what that is, Rooch? No. F- fill me in. What's a Taylor Swift song, Rooch? Come on. I don't know uh, any of her songs. But you know stuff all about most things apart from footy and sport, Rooch. Uh, but it's great to be able to listen to talk back about footy instead of all the talk about Tay-Tay. Do you know who Tay-Tay is? I Gather that's Taylor Swift. Yes, over here in Victoria. Oh. I guess I've got to shake it off, shake it off. Is that another one of her songs? Yes, Roach. Oh. Uh, uh, cheers, fellas. KD from Horsham. Good on you, KD. Loving your work. Here's another quick one, uh, Roachie Roach. Uh, this is directed at you. Not everyone wants to be a shock jock like Roachie. You can easily be a normal, measured commentator offering educated opinions without stepping on toes or searching desperately for a headline to stay relevant. Now, that's in regards to your comments about uh, Warren Working Treadway. on both sides of yeah. the fence. Yeah, well, not, that's not always possible. I mean, Ben made the very good point during the break. Eddie Maguire tried to be very sensible with some of his remarks and they'd always be towed up and it wasn't about Eddie, it was about But it is, it is the media. That one you're referring to, and I can't remember exactly, regarding Mark Rusciuto, the last Pine, one yeah. that he made headlines. He made a comment that everyone was talking about in the commentary that if yep. so-and-so wants to play somewhere, he's going to have to play better than that or mm. kick the ball better than that or something like It was a nothing comment and then everyone raved but on. that's my point. Bloody him. media, Rich. That's my point. I if it had been... We just got to pay less been, attention to dickhead writers. If it had been Kim, Kim Dillon, Brownlow medalist, probably would, have, medalist. Probably, would have, would have probably just gone through, you know. To the keeper, yeah. But when, you be, when you're on a board, it's like... Oh, we're making too much. I know what you're saying. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, there are a lot of times people get picked up on things that just aren't that relevant. Mm. Hey, Roots, just quickly, you've got a minute. Uh, Adelaide Oval, oh, South yes. Australia, Queensland, yes. what's happening? Now, yeah. South Australia all out for 132. Come on, do the groan. Oh, Queensland now is 351 after 19 overs. Mm. And if we go west, Australia's still batting. They're five for 370, Good. Kim. Leading Good. by 294 on South Africa, who only made 76 in the first dig. Never give a sucker an easy chance, Root. Sure, right, we'll jump into a break. We're live and interactive. Send a text 0427 we got Ricky G from Cairns coming up next, talking about Port Adelaide's small forwards. Uh, is it a problem, Root? The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Twenty-seven, twenty-eight point four degrees outside. Kim on the Roach with you. Thanks to Hyundai and Lumo SA. Um, we're just having a little bit of trouble tracking down the mattress at the moment. 
I would dare say every one of those Port Adelaide players has gone to a very long lunch today. Yeah, that could be the case or could be on a flight heading home. Yeah. Mm. But I don't mind them celebrating. They no. worked hard for that 2004 premiership. Oh, and congratulations to Gavin Wanganeen. How can you get into two halls of fame in consecutive days? Port Adelaide won and now in the South Australian Sports Hall of Fame. Well, because you're very talented. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> and, and a good human. Yeah. Hey, Roach, I teased a little text. I didn't read it all. That was from Ricky G from Cairns. Had a different twist on it. Lads, small forwards have hurt Port in recent times. Who stands Bobby Hill? Question mark, question mark. A player who's 20 kegs heavier? Question mark, question mark. As in, Asava Radagalia uh, used to be Tom Jonas. They're always bigger players. Yeah. Yeah, back there. And then he goes on to say... Could McEntee move back in defence? So he's putting a line through Ryan Burton, who took a lot of the smaller players by the sound of it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think there'll be changes in defence? Well, you talk about moving back. Does Darcy Byrne-Jones move back? I would suggest looking at their forward line, he may, mm. to survive. Uh, uh, Miles Bergman, you know, I like him on a wing. Wing's a really important well position. Said. Well but. Said. If Ryan Burton's not at his best form or if they're looking for more leg speed and someone with superior aerial ability, is Miles Bergman, your man, back there with a little more X factor? Every good side reach has someone that can run the ball out of defence. Yes. You know, lightning speed. Adam Saad like. Yep. No, that's going to be an interesting one to look at, matchup by matchups at times. Good text, mm, Ricky. Good question. I'll tell you what we're going to do, Ricky. We're going to send you a uh, Signet Power Bank. Which keeps your phone charged. Whose phone's that? Mine? Not mine. Hang on. Mine. Uh, hang on. Hang on. Uh, no, it wasn't mine. It's the on. iPad. You no. win, Linesy. No. You win, Linesy. No, my <laughs> iPad was down. No, it wasn't me. Shaggy, wasn't me. Whose no, song Linesy, that? that was your phone, wasn't it? You look guilty. Nope, not my phone. Really? No, nope. it came from over Always there. Always on silent. Mine were both on silent. I don't know what. I reckon it was you, Rouge. I haven't got That's any. like when you pass win, you're quick to blame someone else. Oh, that's rubbish. Yeah. There he goes oh, again. Oh, that is rubbish. SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch. But you got me on the counter. Wasn't me. Saw me kissing on the sofa. Ah, wasn't me. A little bit of shaggy. Apologies, please. Rooch. We might get Brandon Lyons, our panel operator. I was accused of leaving my phone on. Linesy, what happened? Well, we've conferred with our studio boffins here and our computer that runs the show decided mm. it's going to do an update right in the middle of our show and just spit out all sorts of stuff on the air. So Shaggy was right. Shaggy was right. It wasn't me, well, Rooch. Well done, Kim. Sorry. Could you say that again? Sorry. Bit more enthusiasm. Sorry. <laughs> Can you let's just push this a little further? Can you say you were wrong? Oh, yeah, I was wrong. 
still heard the sound from over there. I answer this one, Richie Roach. Roach, we're in the home straight. Still having trouble Tried getting... Tried for your lines, Yeah, uh, Having trouble getting Matthew Primes. We're trying to get Josh Carr. Having trouble doing that because he's busy, not at lunch. they got lunch. a game tonight. I know yeah. that. I know. Uh, answer this one, Roach. This could be a long bow. Arvo, fellas, concerning the cost blowouts at Thebby, Thebbit and Oval, uh, for the Crows, which will be compromised due to no second oval, due to South Road work pushing that out even further, adding more costs... Can the Crows pass these additional costs incurred on and also charge rent for the space for the duration? That's from Lockie. So Lockie's thinking that once the Department of Infrastructure takes a bit of King's Reserve, no, Lockie, that's a real long bow. If anyone could charge them, it'd be the city of West Torrens, but it wouldn't be the Adelaide Football Club. It's Crown Land. Yeah, they're, they're, taking, they're taking possession of what... Yeah, that's not going to work, Lockie. Mm. All right. Bit of the old buyer beware. If you're going to go into an area where you know there's major works on, you know, well. We'll get Johnny Olsen on, though, and we'll throw that question to him, uh, Lockie. Um, here's a text, Roach. The ex-port boys who become coaches would come out of Choco's schooling. He was a teacher. That's from Chris. Actually, just go back to Lockie. There wouldn't be any cost blowout by missing out on King's Reserve. The, only, the costs are involved on Thebby. They can get on with that as soon as they get approvals. The issue there, Lockie, is not South Road holding up the Adelaide Footy Club. It's they've got to get through all these approvals through this massive web of bureaucracy that we have in South Australia. All right. And Chris's text just then? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. I was, no, I was thinking so much about Lockie. Sorry. No, so. about uh, the people that have gone on to coach. It'll be because of Choco because he was a teacher. Yeah. And have a look at the others that were there. Walsh, Bailey. Yeah. Well, she was a beauty. Jeff Morris was a great one too. He's Lovely a bloke. He is. A Jeff was a good one. footballer. Yeah. Uh, here's one here that's come through from Tony. Hi, guys. Just wondering if there is a live feed of the game at Port Lincoln somewhere. Would love to watch or listen to it. That's the Gold Coast Crow. Oh, you get to listen to Mark Bickley and Ebony Marinoff on the Crow's website. Waxing lyrical. Not commentating, he said. Waxing yeah. lyrical. Yeah, on the Crow's website. Ebony's an absolute beauty. Tell me you wouldn't have done that as an opening line. What's and you that? can smell the tuna. Oh, I just wanted Bix to do oh, it and we would have played it back. I, did, I didn't think he'd run with it. I don't yeah. think I would say that. Right? No, I didn't think you would. No, no, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. Tony, in answer to the question, yeah, get on the Crows' uh, yeah. website. It's streaming live, as too is the Port Adelaide game, yes. which gets underway at five. Uh, the Crows' game would be underway now. They made it a little bit late. It was going to start around four or just after. Oh, okay. So we'll keep an eye on that. Well, hey, Roots, can you update us as well of what's happening in the cricket in both games? Yes. I'll Is that all right? Can you do that now? Put phone on without causing any any eruptions of sounds. Oh, no, you do whatever you want. Right? Oh, they're still oh, batting, right. Kim. They're five for 900 and, oh, sorry, right. five for 392 Australia against South Africa. They now lead by 316. Yeah, well, you could give so South dramatic. Africa, you could give South Africa another three digs and they wouldn't get that. Well, they've got two days, so why not? Why not be comprehensive? Sutherland's 127 not out now. Let her get 150, Roach. Um, all right. And at the Oval... Adelaide Oval. Well, another wicket has fallen. Queensland's now four for 64, chasing South Australia's 132. 132. I would still say that Queensland's in the better position. But you never know. We've got a good bowling attack. All righty, here's some more text coming through, Roach, and that is on the Morn Team Hyundai Cheltenham text line. Hi, boys. Concentrate, Roach. Understand you'd never agree with this because you're not Treadway fans. But oh, I've, no, hang on. That's a preconditioned text. 
that's unfair on both you and I. Well, I'm not a big fan. I, well, I'm a fan of Warren Treadrow. Well, what are we talking about? As a fan, you, you wanted him on the board? Uh, no, look, I, you know where I stand on people well, who try to work on Well, we don't have an each way bet. No, but no, I'm no, a fan no, of Warren Treadrow. I'm a fan of Warren Treadrow. Admired him as a footballer for a long time. Yeah, I admired him as a footballer as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know how but I... But you didn't want him on the board. I, I was... No, you have an each way bet. All right. Be a man. Come on. Go on. What's the question? Hi, boys. Understand you'd never agree with this because you're not Treadray fans, but I thought Kosh on Eddie Korn's podcast was very belittling and condescending to Warren. Clearly, it was very deliberate. That's from Joe. Now, we played a little bit of that yesterday. We still got it. For those who we haven't can, heard it. Yeah, we can play it again. We can try and get yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's good we'll, to listen we'll, to we'll it. We'll get it up. I've and got this... no problem with the president putting a hard line in the sand here. Well, I thought what he was doing, uh, I, I haven't heard all of it, Joe, in its entirety. We only played those grabs yesterday. I think he was saying this is how a board works and yes. these are the parameters you have to work within. Yes. But obviously he was referencing that towards Warren. Well, the key line is there is a big difference between being a director on a football club board and being a media personality. And this is what David Kosh said to Eddie Jones. And also with new directors that come onto the board, every director that's come onto the Port Adelaide board, I have a charter of director behaviours and and beliefs and values that everyone's got to sign on to. And that is just so people are aware that being in a board position um, demands a lot of discipline. It demands a lot of confidentiality because we, we, we talk about a lot of things, uh, not only list management, but the future of the club and deals we're doing. And um, it's been a really disciplined board, and everyone takes their responsibility really seriously. But yeah, that being a director is very different to being a media personality. Is it ever? That's from the Eddie Corns podcast. Very good interview you had with the Port Adelaide president. But then it's a massive challenge. I don't care if it's Warren Treadray, Mark Rashida, whoever. Uh, he did so. Working he, that he says rope. to all new directors. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they're the guidelines if you're on the board. Yep. Here's a text come through. Uh, this is from Chopsy. Port Adelaide had no chance this year after Big Mouth Koshy mentioned the P word last night. Premiership. He didn't go that hard on it, they reached, did he? Uh, well, his you line, paraphrase it. Well, you read well, it His before. line was, uh, we have great belief with continued growth and the changes we've made. We have the people and talent to achieve our goal in 2024, which is the 2024 Premiership. Well, that's the goal. That's yeah. fair enough. That's yeah. every club's goal. Um, good luck, West Coast. Yeah, we're copying it, and rightly so here, Roach. Oh, I'm good. putting my hand up for this. Oh, what have we done? It, it says, well done, you flogs, for jinking <laughs> South Australia oh, by yes. having their batting coach on last night. <laughs> yes, we'll take responsibility. <laughs> we had Mark Cosgrove on. He was a really enjoyable chat, Roach. It's good. Hadn't spoken to Cosy for, for a long time. So do we work, should we work now the reverse logic? We'll interview the opposition teams. Well, we could them. do that. Somehow, I don't think it will make a difference, Kim. I think we're flogs again, though, Roach, because we've jinxed someone else. Who? We brought Mark Bickley on to talk about the Crows, oh, but yeah. also to promote their live streaming. No, From don't Port tell Lincoln. me. No, we just got a text saying the Crows stream is not working. <laughs> oh, that would be awful. Oh, we're on a roll. Yeah, it's no, up now, it's I'm working. working. It's back. Yeah. Okay, a little hiccup. Thanks, Benny. Just said in my ear. Uh, say it again, Ruchi, like your goats depend on it. What's that one refer to? Who would know? That came through at 4.36. What were you talking about? Say it again like your goats depended on it. Well, what have the goats got to say?
Turn that down. Roach gets aroused. Uh, here's a text. Do we, do we really need another corns in the media? Oh, poor Eddie. Eddie is one of the nicest young men. He's working very hard in that space yeah, too. Yeah, he is very diligent. He is polite and yep. courteous. He's an absolute uh, ripper. Hey, let's hear from Kenny Hinckley. This is on the Port website though, but a lot of questions about their forward line. He was asked the question, is their forward line settled? No, we're not settled in many positions as yet. We're about to start, you know, tomorrow night we have an official internal. We've been doing quite a bit of match practice and then we'll go in and play the two trial games. So what I'd like to think is every player thinks there's an opportunity for them in the team if they produce their best football now. And I think that's that's pretty clear. We've got some people who are known in our forward line and known very well and uh, we expect that they'll still be very, very good players for us. But there's some great opportunities for the younger people and, and from people who haven't had the opportunities that they would have liked in the past. Be interesting the next three weeks. Is that a fair question? When are you a month yeah. out from the first game? Yeah, it is a fair I, question. I think it is because yeah. you would know. You would have a, you mightn't go public with it. You'd have a fair idea. Give me your forward setup off the top of your head. I haven't everyone, done everyone fit and in great form. Everyone's right? fit, all right? Okay, so you, you naturally you've got Dixon there. Yep. The next two that you're going to have along there are going to be Marshall. Marshall. Oh, I've said George Artis is fit, haven't I? Yep. So he's in that lot. You got Rioli, Sam Palpepper. Now we've got to get the sixth, don't I? Who's going to be we someone who Rioli, floats Dixon, out? Rioli, Dixon, George Artis, Marshall. Uh, you won't have them all in the midfield at the same time. So someone's got to roll out of that midfield. Yeah. So Horn Francis will be playing a fair bit of time. So where's Boke fit in this? Maybe on the wing. Hey, let's okay. go to someone a little mm. more qualified than us because he has coached. Is he there or not? No, not yet. Just waiting, waiting. I think we've got him there. I think we've got Matty Primus. We've been trying to track him down all day. Is he there, Benny? We got him oh. on the phone. Are you there, Matt? Hang on. Just waiting to get him through. Have we got you, Matty? Just got him now, I think. Matthew Primus, have we got you? Hey, Kimbo, how are you, buddy? Hey, Matty, how are you? Great to chat again. Oh. Congratulations! I'm going very well, thanks, mate. Congratulations on last night. We got Kane Corns to jump in and uh, come on the show and talk about last night and the reunion as well. And uh, he said to his boys, "I've just checked my phone. Guess who sent the first text through from the 2004 Premiership saying, boys, which pub should we meet at?'" And I said, "Brendan Laid," <laughs> and it was you. <laughs> well, well, Lady, lady had a, a, quite a few family over after getting in the Hall of Fame individually, so uh, he had a bit on beforehand. So, um, yeah, no, a bit of spare time, and uh, you know, some guys I keep in touch with, and some I hadn't seen for a while. So it was um, all the interstate stayed at the same hotel. So it was a, good to get a, um, get organised, having a couple of quiet ones before the uh, the function. It was a great night. So where have we got you now, Matty? Have you had to fly back, or you're still in SA? No, no, I'm, I'm still here. I'm. Uh, my, one of my brothers lives here, so I haven't seen him for a few months and uh, just went and picked up his twin boys from school and uh, staying here and flying back out tomorrow morning. Well, congratulations, Matthew. How yeah. much does it mean to have that acknowledgement that you are the captain of the exactly. 2004 AFL Premiership team? Oh, look, I was very humbled, Rich. I think um, Richo um, told me uh, a few weeks ago uh, that it was going to happen and... Um, I looked in the, the captaincy side of it was was, was great. It was more just to feel and be a part of it, and yeah. um, mm. that, that was that was a that was the thing I was really humbled by. And um, 
you know, I know, I know it's a unique uh, situation. Normally, just the 22 get get saluted and all those sorts of things. So, oh, look, I was thrilled that they made that decision, and um, yeah, it was great to be uh, up on stage with those guys. And I think there was only five or six who couldn't make it due to other commitments. Um, but yeah, it was great to be up on stage there with Chock and and sharing that moment with them all. We'll get to last night and a few of the shenanigans that I presume may have happened and the tall stories. Can we go back to 2004? We threw it open yesterday on the phones and the text line, the people to ring up about their greatest memories. I know you're in the stand. I gave you a mention, actually, for coming because it's just very vivid in my mind when you came onto the ground and how emotional you were after the victory. Mm. But there were some unbelievable moments in that game, whether it was the big blue between Wakeland and... uh, uh, and uh, yeah, Alistair, Alistair Lynch, Lynch yeah. and, and you know, Choppy Pickett, Gavin Wanganeen. There were so many things to talk about. Kano's performance on Simon Black. Uh, if we were to say the two most memorable moments out of that game, what comes to your mind immediately? Uh, well, we, we actually spoke about it last night. I reckon uh, Toby Thurston's he kicked a uh, a really important goal just before half time when we were certainly under the pump, and then he kicked a a pretty important one um, just after half-time to sort of get us going and get a bit of a break when we had a pretty good third quarter. So they, they were key moments. And, oh, look, there, there was lots of things. I think Peter Burgoyne, second half, um, he, his speed and um, the things he did really opened up the game. So they, they were probably a couple of things. Look, as you say, there's lots of little things that go on, but they were two of the key moments that I remembered vividly um, from that day. Was there any mimicking of Choco last night with ties? <laughs> yeah, he, uh, no, there wasn't, but we had a good we had a good laugh behind it, and uh, we're watching him come down. And uh, probably we forget it. Yeah, we celebrate the happiness of it all, but we yeah. forget the the pressure that the whole mm. club and and you know, Chock certainly copped a fair bit of that. Yeah. You you see the emotion of him walking down, and you actually forget how much pressure the club that he was under, and uh, and you saw all that come out in that you know five or six minute period from walking down the steps onto the ground. On that front, Matthew Gavin Wanganeen today says reflecting on, because he came out of Essendon where he had success, and it was a big decision yep. to come to Port Adelaide, that if you guys had not won 2004, 20 years on, you'd be all bitter and twisted old men, because you mm. were a great group from 2001 to 2004. Just mm. how tough was it to win, and how tough would it have been if you hadn't won it? Oh, yeah, I don't want to think about that, Rooch. If we, if we hadn't have won it, it would, would be... You know, when you see the, the docos that go on um, in the modern world now, of teams that you know make finals and don't win anything, and yeah. things get made, the stories get made, and the Buffalo Bills have won, and yeah, all those yeah, sorts of things. Yeah. So it'd be horrible to be remembered for being good but not great. Um, and yeah, it was. Um, I'd hate to think how it went, and you know, we're all glad that we did. We had a bloody tough team to try and beat for three or four years mm. in a row with Brisbane, who were going to go down as one of the greatest ever. Um, mm. But to be able to pinch one was fantastic because, as we see, it's uh, they're bloody hard to win, and um, people think that it's easy to win them if you keep making finals. But they, it takes a fair bit to be able to pinch one or or get everyone pushing in the right direction, which mm. took us a few years to believe. Matty, you've been in footy all your adult life. Uh, you're a good judge of the game. Uh, how do you see Port Adelaide uh, positioned at the moment for a tilt at the flag this year? Well, I, I think they're in, in pretty good nick. I was, you know, we were sitting amongst a couple of the, the current players. They sprinkled amongst the, the guys who won the flag in '04, and just talking to a couple of them, you know, they've they've seems like they've filled the gaps that maybe brought them undone over the last couple of years. You know, they've got some big hooers down back to to play on the key forwards that they've probably struggled with, even though, you know, the, the Tom Jonas and those have done pretty well. And, um, you know, their midfield is certainly in a great 
position with their youth and experience and all those sorts of things and, and their talent in there and their rucks have got two big rucks who are bashing away at each other to try and be the number one guy and um, and I think their forward line's got a bit of extra class in there too. So you go on what they needed to improve on, they've certainly improved on it. Can they replicate that for 22 games and win enough games to give them a good tilt of winning the, winning the flag and finishing top four? I, I think they can, but all that stuff is easy to say, Rich. It's, uh, and Kimbo, it's, it's bloody hard to do. Mm. You back up again and do it again, and that's that's the unknown until the season so, starts. So, but, yeah, talent-wise, I reckon they're, they're, they're definitely they're, um, good enough to win it. So, there you are. we're back again to where we were at the start of the century. Good. Will they be mm. great? What's your yep. parting message to them to say, look, this is how you go from being a contender, a competitive contender year after year to being a premiership side? Well, I think a few of the guys spoke about it last night was that, Yep, you can be good enough. It's not until you realise what it takes to, to win a prelim and then win a grand final. And it's just everybody, and I know it's basic and it's boring, but mm. everybody playing their role. You, you, your best players very rarely dominate a grand final. It's yeah. them playing at their level, and then it's your role players playing at their level. And all those sorts, you need everybody pushing in the right direction. And when you get that, uh, that that's when you can win a flag. And you know you learn those lessons by coming up short year after year. And mm. as much as everybody says, you know, you got to change, you got to do this. No, they're doing a lot of things right. It's more that that team aspect and getting everybody to believe in each other. That's that's the intangible you don't have. And when you understand that, that's when you can win a flag. And hopefully they've learned some lessons over the last couple of years, and yeah. you know be able to do it this year. Uh, you talk about all pushing in the one direction. There's a clear divide in the Port Adelaide supporter base in regards to Ken Hinckley. It's it's obvious. It's well talked about. Uh, where do you sit with Ken? Well, I, I sit with that. I reckon he, he he does a great job, and I reckon there would have been people calling for Choco when we were choking, uh, mm. you know, in yeah. '02 and '03, and yeah. saying, "Hey, hang on." get somebody from outside Port Adelaide in and that'll help you win a play. It well, would the major have been, sponsor did, Matthew. <laughs> well, there's one straight away. Yeah. And I'm sure there was a, a minority. We probably didn't hear about him as much because we only had radio and TV to worry about, not all the other stuff that's, that's going true. on. That's so, social media, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I think he's capable of doing it. Um, uh, you know, it gets hard to keep backing up every year after year, but he's shown that he's capable of doing that. They've got a great list. Um a coaching group, and as we say, if they learn those intangibles, um, the world choice, and they can win one. But they are hard to do. But every team sort of fails for a couple of years, and then they then they go and get one. And mm. Brizzy are trying to do the same, and exactly. Port Adelaide are doing the same. And Ken, Ken, I got no no doubt. Ken is a guy who can win a flag support. Hey, Matty, really great to chat to you. We appreciate you got a lot of people you'd like to catch up with while you're back in SA. So we appreciate your time. Congratulations on the induction, and uh, we wish you and Port Adelaide all the best for this year. No, great to chat, boys, and great to be back in Adelaide. There he is, Matty Primus, the mattress! Sorry, Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're almost done, Reach. Uh, it's 4.53. We've got about a minute and a half. Have you to... done your Friday forecast? No, I, I didn't do one because I thought we were running out of time. Well, I did mine. Oh, you, well, let's do it then. We've got a minute. All right, uh, let's play some music. We stole this from AFL 360. We stole it off someone else. It's your, um, what is it? It's your sure thing, your most at stake in your doomsday scenario. you got 30 seconds. Sure thing, Australia won't bat again in the test match against South Africa. Beautiful. Most at stake, Adelaide United, ninth against Sydney Six, the six-point match, so to speak. And the doomsday would be, after all the power outage issues, which affected us, 
Mm. You wouldn't want that at the Taylor Swift concert, would you, at the MCG? Oh, that would be doomsday. You finished with a bang. I appreciate all the uh, texts and all the calls for our first week back. We'll be back to do it again next week. Have a wonderful weekend. Hooroo.